This is episode 99 of the IDRA Class Notes Podcast. These groups are cases in point. The fact that parents don't care or won't say anything is a total myth. Yeah, I don't think there are many, too many other communities around that are as limited in the resources nice. as these are, but their passion for the education of their children nice. and the passion for their own community. Mm-hmm. You can see these housewives that have interrupted education and they're so thirsty for knowledge. Yes. We treat them as intelligent adults and we take very mm-hmm. complex policy issues. If you explain it the right way, cut through the jargon, mm-hmm. they understand it and they use it. Welcome to the Class Notes Podcast. This is Christy Goodman, and I am here with Aurelio Montemayor, who you've heard before, both of us actually. And <laughs> we're wanting to talk, focus some on the PTA communitario concept and uh, some exciting things that are happening with that. And we have touched on it before. We had an interview with uh, some women that is a podcast and also uh, in English and Spanish online. Uh, the podcast itself was in Spanish. And we've talked about it tangentially in some other podcasts, but so we wanted to focus some because of uh, some new things that are happening. So uh, good afternoon first. Hi, Hi. good afternoon. <laughs> so uh, first, kind of talk about how we got started with uh, this idea of the communitario well, and what it is. We've been, as an organization, working with schools and community organizations all over certainly in Texas, but about seven years ago, while I was still director of the Parent Information Resource Center, I was named to the National PTA Board. Now, I did not have a rich history with PTA, for one thing because the families that we serve and most work with aren't very connected to PTA. And as I was on the board, I was trying to think, well, how will this relate to what I do in Texas with yeah. the, the PERC? The and, Parent Information yes, Resource the Parent Center, Information which Resource is Department Center. of Ed funded, yeah. And so, as I thought about it, I approached this group, Arise, a resource in serving equality. It's a mm-hmm. grassroots organization that was started 25 years ago by Sister Jerry Naughton, an Irish nun. Mm-hmm. And they have a style of outreach and of leadership that is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, I thought this might be a fit if we can develop a PTA modeled after the organization. Mm -hmm. How they run their show, how they do their meetings, with the respect for the community that they have, because they're located in some of the poorest communities in South Texas. These are unincorporated communities that have very limited services Mm -hmm. outside of city limits. Mm -hmm. And so I approached the president of one of the centers that I was working with there, and at first she said no. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm not interested because I don't think our ladies here want to go sell cupcakes or just be a cheap labor pool for the school. Mm-hmm. That's what she told me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Many of the parents here volunteer, but I don't... If we have an organization, it has to have something meaningful in connection to the education, because that's right. what we're concerned about, right. the education of our children. Right. And if the organization can help us understand school mm-hmm. and have more influence in school and mm-hmm. have an open door to school, mm-hmm. we would love that. And she said, frankly, I'm not interested in trying to figure out how to do Robert's Rules of Order yeah. or anything else right. like that. So... I just took the leap and said, we will start an organization. I talked to the state president for PTA at the time. I said, look, we're going to do an alternative model, a community PTA. Now, there had had community PTAs in PTA, but it was like uh, ex-presidents of PTA who get together and form a statewide organization. Oh, okay. You know, okay. They're not based in a school. Right. Because the traditional... 
PTA is based in the school. Mm -hmm. The principal is an ex-officio member of the right, group. Right, right. And sometimes there are even more educators on the board of directors yes. than, than parents. Yes, yes. And in the community you're talking about, there weren't PTAs already there was nothing. with the schools. No, neither yeah. PTA, PTO, right. or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, this wasn't a competitive kind yes. of thing. But what the parents had experienced, though, was discriminatory yes. and elitist. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so they weren't interested in that. But I said, okay, I promise you that we will do this in our style. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The meetings will be held in Spanish. Mm -hmm. They're going to be participatory. There will be training on educational topics at every meeting. Uh -huh. And you're going to take on real projects with your schools and your community. Mm -hmm. So two, two and a half years ago, in March of 2009, we finally got it together. Yeah. We had our first meeting. I had everything translated into Spanish, and those ladies were excited. Yes. Of course, the meetings are held in small centers out in the middle of the poorest community neighborhoods. Center community centers. Kind of, yeah. 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 But a community center here, this is not a brick building. Yeah, you're right. This, yeah. this is a house that had been converted, mm -hmm. a little house converted into a community center mm -hmm. with maybe a larger den built in the back, mm -hmm. den-sized room, mm -hmm. so that 35 or 40 people can gather. Right. So... It evolved quite well. Six months into the starting of the PTA, these ladies got invited by sister organizations to go tell them what they were yeah, doing because yeah. the word started spreading. Yeah. PTA Comunitario, what is that? And so this is in Alamo, Texas, which is in the valley, what we right. call the Laurel River on the valley. So they went to San Benito, another little community, to Brownsville, it's mm -hmm. the southern tip. Right along the border. Yes, mm -hmm. right on the border. All these communities are on the border yes. with Mexico. Yeah. Uh, and so... Other people got interested. Yeah. So another project in Brownsville, it was another project actually led by a nun, Sister Phyllis Peters, called uh, Proyecto Juan Diego. Mm -hmm. uh, they do a lot of community service, a lot of that same kind of outreach that yes. we call promotoras. And so they started theirs, mm -hmm. and they're six months into that's theirs. Awesome. And there was a third group that's connected to the Brownsville Community Health Center. It's a, a group of promotoras, outreach workers, called Mano a Mano, Hand to Hand. Uh-huh very similar makeup of ladies as the ones in Arise. Mm -hmm. And they, of course, are working in health. They do health outreach. Yes. They visit the homes. Mm -hmm. One of the big things right now, they're trying to make sure that children have health insurance, mm -hmm. the CHIP program. Right, right. Go to families and telling them where there's going to be vaccinations, all that stuff. And so what we're doing now is they're also going to be education outreach workers. Yes. You know, they're going to be education outreach workers. And so they're all then seeing the model, which is really... IDRA's Family Leadership in Education right. model, okay, where our focus is not so much teaching a parent to be a better parent, which mm -hmm. is parenting, and that's mm -hmm. a huge area. We really don't focus on that area. We mm -hmm. focus on you as a parent, how can you be an ally, a partner, and a, an assertive partner to the school mm -hmm. to guarantee that every child gets a good education in your school. Mm -hmm. And I, and I know the answer to this, but... but I know that you didn't have to start by motivating parents to care about education. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, no. that's a no. huge myth out yes. there. There are a lot yeah. of campaigns See, trying to do that. One of the things that's exciting, you know, I just came back from two days of meetings, and I'm still on a high because one of the exciting things is that I don't have to teach them, for example, yes. why education is important. Of course not. No, right. I have to help them understand what they need to do if school isn't giving them the courses they need to go to college. Yes. I need for them to understand 
uh, that now there's a new battery of tests that they will be having in Texas. Mm-hmm. We went from one called the TAX mm-hmm. to now the STAR system. And the end of course exams. End of course exams. So complicated. There'll be 12 exams yeah. freshman through senior yeah. year that yeah. kids would have. And, but they not only do they pick up the information, of course, everything is translated to, yeah. into, into Spanish, mm-hmm. but it's also we have hands-on activities where they really get to know the core of what the issue is, mm-hmm. and then they take it to their neighborhoods. Right. You know, yeah. and they explain it, and that that's the power of this because, you know, actually in fundraising, what they say is what we need to do is support the state to have more resources for our schools than right. us to go sell stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because what we can raise is nothing in comparison to what our voice can do if policy changes. To have equitable yes, funding. To have equitable and that's funding. some of, you were telling me some of the things that the communitario that's been around a little bit longer right. has been doing. Well, over the last, on. this school year, for mm-hmm. example, We've had presentations on the the new House bill in Texas, which actually goes back to the old tracking. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to have the, the non-college-bound track and right. the college-bound track mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And, of course, the children of these families are the ones that are going to be put into the non-college track. Yeah, you know, without, the, uh, without any, thinking, you know, yeah. well, these are poor, non-English-speaking families automatically. At least they'll get a diploma as yes. part of the they thinking. they should be happy with that. Yeah. yeah. And so... These families are real clear. In fact, uh, when I was talking to them about courses and they were learning about or reviewing about AP courses, dual credit courses, mm-hmm. and, and, and pre-algebra in the eighth grade, and I said, well, you know, some schools pick only certain students for pre-algebra. And yes. one lady stood up and said, why only certain students? All our kids should be That's taught right. pre-algebra. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was so clear. And what was interesting is that that lady had been so quiet for the Really? Three, three previous meetings, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden the spark comes up mm-hmm. because what you have is the leadership of this organization of Arise are ladies that themselves were kitchen bound, limited, mm-hmm. didn't have a driver's license, and the support of the organization has liberated them. Yes, yeah. And so other ladies who come in quiet, shy, they don't go to school because they're embarrassed, mm-hmm. you know, they don't mm-hmm. speak English, and the school also colludes with that difference by looking down on them, mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. by making them feel as outsiders. Mm-hmm. And so this PTA is the opposite. It is yeah. every meeting, there is substance in the meeting, substance about right. curriculum, about policy. They have been really, really involved in First, while the legislature was talking about cutting education funding, and then actually did it, yes. that they yes. said even though there was money available, they cut right. $6 billion from our education mm-hmm. budget. Six, These yeah. ladies are really angry about that. They're mm-hmm. documenting. Mm-hmm. We created at, our, at IDRA a crowd map online. Yes. And right now, most of the dots come from these ladies and get their kids Talking to get on it. the computer and saying, we have two less teachers and we don't have science books mm-hmm. and the tutoring was stopped after school. Mm-hmm. The bus doesn't stop by the house anymore. Mm-hmm. And they're just doing it again and again. And the culmination of this, I think, recently, mm-hmm. these PTAs have gotten into the into the habit of inviting administrators to their meetings. From the school? Ha- yes, from school. Mm-hmm. So they had a superintendent of schools, a school board member and his wife, and a counselor as guests for an evening supper from 6 to 8. Mm-hmm. They made homemade supper. Oh, yeah. It was a, a, a chicken in a sauce, a traditional sauce called a mole. And they, we had about 40 to 45 adults and as many children. Right. And they fed everybody. Yeah. And so, but before supper, they stood up and an array of ladies gave the history of the organization, why they started the PTA, mm-hmm. why the training was important. Mm-hmm. And they wanted the superintendent to know that they really wanted to have a relationship with the principals, but some principals hadn't 
opened their doors to meet with committees right. from this PTA. Right. Weren't even taking phone calls no. at some of them. And it was a very moving situation because superintendent comes from a poor family like this. He was recalling his roots. Yeah. And then he said, I was thinking of having a meeting in my office and inviting you and get the principals together. He says, no, I'm going to bring them here to your to center, center in January. Mm, that's awesome. And yes, I mean, it was amazing. It was such a success. Yes. Because this is not... A grassroots organizing group that's aggressive and, you know, with a battering ram, tear the, right, the door right. down. No, they're, it's they're, in partnership. They're, they're in partnership. They're very assertive. They're mm-hmm. clear. Mm-hmm. They don't lose sight of their goals, but they also want a positive relationship. Yeah. They see themselves as allies, and it's just really, really good. It's it, Well, it's also a sense of community in its true nature mm-hmm. and leadership as well, because they're not just advocating for their own kids. Right. It's no. for the whole community the whole that they com- care exactly. and are taking action. Yes. Uh, like you said about uh, interviewing school board people yes. and candidates, I mean, yes. and even educating them on some of the issues? Uh, there was a school board election in, in, in that school district uh, mm-hmm. last spring, and uh, these community organizations get invited to candidate night. Right. So there was a panel of candidates mm-hmm. running for a school board, mm-hmm. and the young lady who was then the president, uh, she was elected two years ago, first president of this uh, community PTA, stood up and asked the candidates uh, what their opinion was of the new House bill that actually reintroduced tracking. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they couldn't answer it. They, the PTA instructed them yeah. on policy. Mm-hmm. You know, so what's really beautiful is we take what we understand about policy at IDRA, go and present a participatory bilingual training session. Uh-huh. They learn it, they use it, and then they use it in very practical yeah. and real ways. And it's not dependent on you being there. No, no, they not at all. They take it. Yes. And that's what's beautiful because these groups are cases in point that the fact that parents don't care or won't say anything is a total myth. That's it just right. flies in the face yeah. of all of that. Yeah. Because you couldn't ask for poorer communities with li- more. Yeah, I don't think there are many, too many other communities around that are as limited in the resources right. as these are. Right. But their passion for the education of their children yes. and the passion for their own community. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they get there, it's, everybody's hugging and kissing everybody at the mm-hmm. beginning of the meeting, mm-hmm. and the chil- somebody's carrying children in their arms. Mm-hmm. They, they have covered dish meals, everybody brings something yeah. and you're talking about families that five dollars means a lot to yes, them yes you know mm-hmm. but but they're so excited but they're also i think and this is a female thing that's very important to me you can see these housewives that had an interrupted education and they're so thirsty for knowledge yes. they're just absorbing it right it's it's just you know as a teacher i'm in hog heaven because you know no matter how you <laughs> present it now we rarely lecture. We don't talk down to them. No, right. We, we treat them as intelligent adults. As they are. And we take very mm-hmm. complex policy issues. If you explain it the right way, mm-hmm. you know, cut through the jargon, mm-hmm. get to the essence of something, mm-hmm. they understand it and they yeah. use it. Well, as we're about to close, I, mm-hmm. I want to do ask you, what's next? What do you see next? Well, one thing they're going to be doing is they're going to be the schools that don't have PTAs and yes. start formal PTAs oh, on those campuses. Uh-huh. But they're going to do them in the Arise way or in the community uh-huh. way. Mm-hmm. The meetings are going to be held in Spanish or bilingual. Mm-hmm. They will have a lot of communication, highly participatory. And at every meeting, there's going to be some training, some teaching on an important current educational issue. Mm -hmm. And they will take on follow-up projects. Mm -hmm. That's great. And we're going to link in the show notes to some things that you've written that talk about what needs to be in place to make a community PTA Mm -hmm. work and uh, be lasting and sustainable and not dependent on just an outside force that it rises from the community. What feels really good... You know, sustaining relationships over time, IDRA is an advocacy organization, mm-hmm. but we're not grassroots. Mm-hmm. And 
in our long history, it's always hard to sustain relationships with schools because the personnel change. Right. And you establish a relationship with the principal or counselor or whatever, and as the personnel change, you have to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. With this organization, yeah. these organizations, once you establish a relationship over time, mm -hmm. there's more continuity. Right. Now, we have to have a relationship with the campus, but this is mm -hmm. in the community mm -hmm. and bringing both together. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a very good experience. Yeah. Very exciting. Well, mm -hmm. thank you so much, and we'll be back with you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics, go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.